Welcome to the Flow and Flourish podcast. I am your host, Nicole Roan, aka The Capacity Coach, and I thank you in advance for listening today. If this happens to be your first time here and you are a woman who wears many hats and are trying to figure out how to create some balance between your personal and professional life, then you are in the right spot. This is a community where we talk openly and honestly about the struggles that can come with the competing priorities of having a family and being a working mom, wife, caregiver, or insert whatever hat you wear that speaks to you. But basically, juggling all those hats and the people associated with those hats can lead to overwhelm, lack of balance, and burnout. So this podcast is here to help you get to the root of where you are out of flow and help you increase your capacity so you can flourish in all areas of your life. In the last few episodes, I introduced you to who I am, how and why I got into the podcasting space, and then I shared the five pillars of flow that I personally use to create balance and stay in flow. If you haven't listened to the first few episodes, go ahead and pause here subscribe, and go back and listen. There's just a lot of good foundational information that will help you on your journey. So for today's episode, I am officially kicking off the Heart Flow series. What that means is that over the next four or so weeks, each episode will talk about creating balance based on the relationships you have. In episode two, I talked about how this pillar will help you examine and be honest with yourself when it comes to the different relationships you have in your life and how they impact your ability to create balance between your personal and professional worlds. Your heart is the center of your physical and spiritual being. So you use it to make decisions multiple times a day on a daily basis. If you are detached, ignoring, or running from what's on or in your heart, you are really setting yourself up for failure in the long run. I made a post a couple of weeks ago that said something along the lines of, you can only run from what you feel for so long. Now, I know this to be true from personal experience. All that stuff going on in your heart will eventually bubble over and spill into every area of your life. I shared in the first episode how this in particular impacted me physically to where it had me in ICU for a week fighting for my life. And aside from that, I also started noticing what was going on in my heart was impacting how I showed up at work and within my relationships. I know there are many forms of relationships that we all have, and the ones that flow from my heart and impact my own balance and flow are those with my significant other, my children, my parents, my siblings, and my friends. At first, I was trying to work on each of these relationships and make sure they were healthy and intact, but I was missing the most important relationship, the one with myself. I have learned the hard way that it's literally impossible to work on any other relationship in your life if the one you have with yourself is a mess. So this episode will be focused on the relationship you have with yourself and how it's affecting your ability to show up in excellence in the other relationships as well as the other areas of your life. Okay, so I made a post recently that said your relationship with yourself has to trump your spouse, your children, and your job. 
Now, on the surface, it may seem selfish. And honestly, I was hesitant to post it at first because reading it out loud felt a little weird. But the more I thought about it, I sat with that uncomfortable feeling and I posted it anyway because it's true. As women, we often put ourselves on the back burner and prioritize taking care of everything and everybody around us. A lot of this is taught to us by the women before us, but it's also glorified on TV and in social media. It's almost as if there's some kind of non-existent reward that we're chasing to be the best mom, wife, sister, daughter, friend, or employee. Well, I am here to tell you what you already know, but what you've been ignoring. There is no trophy. There is no big check or no fabulous vacation for two that you will get from trying to do everything for everybody and sacrificing yourself. When you do all the things for all the people in your life, you create this pattern of putting yourself last, which teaches everyone around you to do the same. And then you end up burnt out, stressed, and honestly pissed off at everyone around you because you can't even take a minute and just pee without being asked to do something. For me, this looked like constantly saying yes at home and at work because I realized I'm really good at getting stuff done. I took pride in being able to stay late to get a project done and then racing home to see my daughter's basketball game, followed by talking to my friend on the way home from the game just to get home and help with homework, clean up, and at the time do my own homework for the degree I was pursuing. I didn't know it at the time, but I was literally addicted to being the go-to person. And somehow I felt slighted if somebody else was asked to do what I had traditionally been used to doing. And what's even more crazy is that I would complain about never having enough time and being tapped as the resource, but I never said no. Now, aside from being addicted to being needed, I realized that because I said yes so many times, I was afraid to hurt feelings or disappoint people by saying no. And this went on for years where I would say yes, knowing I didn't have the capacity to do what was being asked of me, only to try and make a way to make it work so I could make those around me feel important, loved, and valued. When I did that, though, I saw my relationships get damaged, but was still blaming the people around me for it and not taking accountability on the role that I played in that. So, for example, in a day, I would say yes to breakfast with my family, a birthday party or two in the afternoon, grocery shopping, laundry and homework, followed by spending some time out with my girls at night. I am exhausted just listening to all of that and just listing all of those different things out. It sounds ridiculous. So while I was committing, knowing good and well that there were not enough hours in the day to do all of that, not including Chicago traffic, I convinced myself that I could simply do it because throughout my life, I had to do it all at one point and I made it look easy. When reality hit, I started to having canceling things last minute on a regular basis. I had great intentions, but my follow through was subpar at best. 
If and when I did show up, it was usually late, aggravated, and wanting sympathy because I overcommitted. My friends and family started getting upset with me and honestly not inviting me to things, and it put a lot of stress on the condition of my relationships with them. They were tired of the excuses, tired of me being late or canceling last minute, and felt like they couldn't depend on me, which really hurt like hell. That hurt turned into anger on my end because I felt like I'd done so much for everybody all the time that what I felt and needed in that moment was more important than their own feelings. When I started to see this in my daughter, it hit a little bit different. And to say I was crushed is an understatement. One day after I came late to a basketball game, we were sitting in the car and she said, Mom, I see you put everybody before me and it hurts. Still feeling righteous, my initial reaction was, I work hard so you can have nice things and I help our family because I have to. You know nobody else will. Even after I said that, she just looked at me. No more words, no nothing. She just stared at me. I will never forget that look because it pierced my heart. At that moment, I listened and heard the words that had just come out of my mouth and it paralyzed me. I was paralyzed with shame, with guilt, and angry at myself. So much so that I couldn't even continue the conversation and we rode in silence for the rest of the time in the car. That moment coupled with the recent backing up of my friends and family made me realize that I was way out of touch and also out of flow with myself. That day forced me to get real with myself and look at my relationship with me and how it was impacting the people I love the most. There are three key things I want to share with you today and that I want you to reflect on this week when it comes to your relationship with you. Now, those three things are your values, your choices, and your actions. Starting with your values, when you think about all the things you think you value, do you really know what they are? There was a point in time where nobody could tell me nothing about my values, and I would have bet money that I knew exactly what they were. I was a great single mom. I had a great paying job that allowed me to support me and my daughter. I finished college and got on my feet quickly after leaving that abusive relationship. So in my mind, if making good money and taking care of your business was wrong, I didn't want to be right. What I thought I valued at the time were my well-being, my daughter, and my family. While there was some truth to that in my heart, what I saw in my choices was that I valued money, being needed, and being busy. Most of the time, we were eating fast food at night because I was getting off work late and going to school right after work. I was getting maybe five or six hours of sleep each night, if that, and I was physically present but not present. 
I was always on my phone or working on my laptop, and I was always running on fumes. I remember constantly going to sleep and waking up thinking, how did I end up like this? Like, this isn't what I thought it would be. How did I end up here? And to be honest, my choices are what got me there. And speaking of choices, do you know that you have a choice? And that's not a trick question. Like, really, do you know that you have a choice? I have found that so many of us run around thinking and feeling like we don't have a choice because many of our choices are handed down through generations and embedded in our everyday lives. Just because you saw your mom, auntie, or grandma be that kind of mom running on E all the time doesn't mean you have to as well. You have a choice. Even when you think you don't, you do. I hear people say all the time, I can't not go to work because I need the job to pay my bills or I don't have a choice in helping my family because I'm the oldest and that's just what we do. Wrong, all wrong. It's still a choice. I'll talk more about the work situation when we get into the workflow series in a few weeks. But let me just say, you can choose to not go to work for a day. And if you need more time off, there's a way to handle that too. That's why most companies have FMLA, leaves of absence, PTO, and sick time. It's there for you to use and you can't get fired for using it as long as you do it the right way. So please do me a favor. Stop putting yourself in positions where you have to choose between you or your job or between your job and your sick child or family member. You have a choice, period. And it's the same with being the oldest, the responsible one, the dependable one. Call it what you want to. You have a choice. Coming from personal experience as the second oldest of 10 siblings and the oldest of all of my sisters, I put that kind of pressure on myself by saying and thinking, I'm the oldest, so it's my responsibility. Nope. (laughs) No, it's not. I'm going to need you to stop right there, ma'am. I realized that I watched my big brother take on a lot as the oldest because I looked up to him. So I mimicked what I saw and carried that well into adulthood. Grown people are responsible for themselves, plain and simple. They have choices and consequences of their choices, just like you. Now, I'm not saying don't help, but before you do, I need you to ask yourself, Am I doing this because I feel obligated? Is this aligned to what I say I value? And am I doing this truly to help or because I really just like being needed? If you are going to have a good relationship with yourself, you need to be able to recognize your patterns and stop making other people's issues your priority. And last but not least, we have your actions. I mentioned early in one of the first few episodes or two how your thoughts turn into words and your words turn into actions. Sometimes, well, actually more often than not, our thoughts and corresponding choices are on autopilot, which results in discombobulated actions. 
I really challenge you to review your actions over the last few weeks or months and jot them down. Jot them down and see if the actions you took were in alignment with your values, in alignment with your goals, or even in support of your relationship with yourself. This is such a powerful exercise and it's been really helpful for me. Between being intentional with my planner and reviewing my actual choices and the actions that have gone along with them, I discovered that about 90% of my time was being spent taking care of everybody but me. And that's legit. I made doctor's appointments and dentist appointments for everyone in my house, excluding me. I spent time helping others close to me with questions they had around work or personal situations. And I might as well have been an Uber driver because I was spending way too much time dropping off, picking up or running around the corner real quick because it's close and everybody was tired of being in the house because of Corona. No, ma'am. I literally had to pump my brakes. When I realized that the only time I was spending on my relationship with myself was sleeping, eating, or going to work, which technically really doesn't count anyway, I'm just saying, I had to make some changes and be intentional about what I was spending my time on. It has required me to say no to more than I'm traditionally comfortable with, but on the flip side, It's helped me show up for myself and my family with a better headspace, more energy, and to be more present. This is not easy work, and it takes time. And you'll often hear me say that hard work is hard work, because it really is. But it's also very necessary and tied to everything and everybody that flows through your heart, okay? If you do nothing else... Please take some time to reflect on your values, your choices, and your actions and figure out if they are all aligned and supporting your relationship with yourself. And if not, you have some work you need to do. And I'm here to talk through it with you. Like I always say, you can find me on IG and on Facebook, even though my sister told me Facebook is old and out. I'm just saying. Um, You can also find out more about me at my website and there's a link where you can ask me questions. So ask me what you want to know. I'm here to help you. My purpose really is to be your guide and help you through these pillars so you can flow and flourish. Okay. Now, in the other episodes for this series over the next few weeks, we will be getting into your relationship with your other half, your children, your parents, your siblings, if you have them. And as I mentioned, I'm a sibling of I have 10 siblings, so one of 11. Um, So we'll also be talking about your friends and how all those relationships really impact your flow. So if you haven't subscribed already, what are you waiting for? You really don't want to miss all the tea. So make sure you do that ASAP. And if you are loving this podcast, make sure that you rate and leave a review because it absolutely helps. And if this is blessing you, please, please, please make sure you share it with other sister friends who you know need to hear it. Sharing is caring. And oftentimes, 
you know, we hear the people around us talk about so much that we disregard it. And sometimes it takes hearing it from somebody outside of your circle. So pass this on, okay? Until next week, make sure you keep you in mind throughout this week and tag or DM me in social media and keep working at flowing effortlessly so you can flourish tremendously. I cannot wait to help you create balance between your personal and professional life without ever having to sacrifice yourself, your family, and what matters to you most. Have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.